Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, this is Penny. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're starting a new series today that I would entitle Relating to Your Adult Children. This can be quite a tricky topic. For those of us who have grown children, we know that those can be some rough seas to navigate at times. And although I have eight children, all adults now, I don't necessarily consider myself an expert. I am definitely still learning. As a matter of fact, I talk regularly with my children about things that I need to rethink and maybe do a little bit differently. Uh, I try to keep that line of communication open where they can come to me and say, Mom, you might want to reconsider this because I realize that parenting is an ever-changing dynamic that we have to be open to God to and open to our children to as well so that we can just do a good job in loving them well and learning how to release them as well also. One of my favorite verses that is actually on a picture that I have on my living room wall is Psalm 16:6. It says, The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. And that is true of my life. I feel so very highly favored. I have a wonderful husband who takes such good care of me and has loved me unfailingly from day one. I have eight kids, five girls and three boys who I adore and really have a very, very strong relationship with each and every one of them. I'm blessed to have 15 grandchildren, 10 of which live right next door to me in walking distance where they can walk over to my house at any given moment. So I am very, very blessed and I have a delightful inheritance. However, that has not eliminated challenges or trials or very difficult moments at times. And I've had to learn how to figure out sometimes what, what, what I was doing wrong, how I need to uh, redirect my ideas, my actions, my communication. So I'm going to try to share with you some of what I learned and am still learning. Because I know I'm mostly talking to mothers here, and we have such a deep desire to connect and to connect well with our children. And I know that's always my heart. And so I just want to encourage you with some of the things I've done and learned and mistakes I've made even. I used to think when my kids were little that that was the hard part. But I have found as they've grown up and they're adults now, the challenges are a little more difficult. It's trickier to maintain that type of a relationship. Back then, it was kind of straightforward, cut and dry. You were in charge. They were the kids. You were the parent. And you could fuss over them, show affection to them, love them. But you got to tell them what to do pretty much all the time. And obviously, our motives were to help teach them right from wrong. But as they get older, that dynamic really begins to change. One of the guiding scriptural principles, and there's a, a couple verses that speak to the guiding, some of the guiding principles in my life. One is Romans 12, 8, and it says, if possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. 
Another one is Acts 24, 16. And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. Those are two plumb lines that I aspire to, and that carries over to my relationship with my kids. I want peace with them. I want to have a strong, healthy, peaceful relationship with them. I've pursued that. But in the process, I've had to be in school, and oftentimes it was the school of hard knocks because those things just did not automatically come to me without a lot of conversation, a lot of soul searching, and a lot of um, calling up from the Lord. So I'm going to use an acronym, which I do often because it helps me stay on track, and that acronym is the word RESTORE. I think I chose that because there are times where relationships with your adult kids are about restoration, and I'm always wanting to make sure that those relationships are restored. So the R stands for RESPECT their autonomy and boundaries. And again, this was quite a tricky lesson for me to learn. Having been close to my kids as they were growing up, I had a great deal of equity with them and could speak into their lives in a wonderful way. You know, even as they were in high school, we were very close and I didn't have a problem challenging them or redirecting them or calling them out even for something. But Then it got to the point where they were grown. And so I had to learn what it meant to respect their autonomy and boundaries. Autonomy means the ability to self-govern their independence. And sometimes parents think even when their kids are in their 20s and 30s, wait a minute, they're still my kids. I still can say what I want to them or what I think. And if we look at how God relates to us, He has given us the ability to self-govern. Of course, he speaks into our life with his word, with his Holy Spirit. He tries to direct us and show us the right way to go and the best things for us. But ultimately, we have that choice to choose. We are able to self-govern. Yes, there will be consequences if we don't govern ourselves well. But ultimately, he lets us choose our path and choose our way forward. There comes a time when I'm no longer responsible for protecting my kids from consequences of their decisions. My influence is just that. It's influence. It's not control. Influence means to flow into the act or the power of producing an effect without apparent exertion of force or direct exercise of command. I'm no longer commanding them. I'm no longer forcing them. I'm no longer using extreme direction in our life, in their lives. There's a real shifting of our roles. The older I got, the more I understood the fruitlessness of trying to do things in their lives through even subtle pushing. You know, sometimes you think, well, if direct confrontation doesn't work, maybe I'll just subtly exert my will or exert my uh, ideals on them. But really, influence is very powerful. It really is. I think um, so many people have had such a positive influence on my life 
but it is a place of rest, not coercion. It isn't a place of manipulation or coercion. It's a place of rest where we're able to use the things that God put in our lives and we're able to trust him and to have influence in a positive way. I think the process of becoming a hands-off wife or mom started to involve seeing my efforts to bring my wisdom to bear create hurt, separation, and frustration. And I, it was like kind of a wake-up call. I, I said to myself, what's going on here? They're angry at me. I didn't think that my emerging adult kids would ever get offended at me for telling them what their moral code should be. Isn't that funny how naive that is, how foolish that is? But somehow I felt like, what do you mean? I, I, I can't tell you what your moral code should look like. And while I had strong ideas about what was right and good, I still had to step back considerably. My Christian mom worldview early on did not really plan on detours or autonomous decisions that didn't really line up with my ideals. Somehow I thought that verse that said, train up a child in the way he should go and he will not depart from it, would eradicate painful and concerning detours. But just as my life has taken detours that have not been in keeping with God's plan for me, so was the case with my kids. And therefore, I had to learn how to step back and what it meant to believe that my influence and prayer was enough. I had to come to realize, okay, the Bible says I'm a living epistle known and read of all men. So I'm going to believe that I can live the kind of life that my kids can read that epistle or that letter and hopefully learn something from it. I want to be a friend, a resource, a person who knows what the boundaries should look like and knows how to respect them. A person who truly believes God enough to know that he has them in the palm of his hand And he will fulfill a verse that I speak regularly over their lives. And that's Isaiah 54, 13. All my children will be taught of the Lord and great shall be the well-being of my children. Join with me in, in that belief and in that hope. Even if your kids are struggling, even if they're going through really hard times, just believe that God can handle it. That if we apply ourselves to honoring him and believing him with our whole heart and speaking the word over our life and their life, we will see wonderful fruit and we will see them being taught of the Lord and we will see their well-being come to pass. Thank you so much for being with me for this podcast. Love you all. Thanks for listening to the Flourish podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.